So how did you get involved in mining in the area? Uh, what happened is uh, there's a community which is uh, the villagers around the place. So they've requested me to assist them in terms of mining on their area. So what assistance are you providing? Uh, I'm doing mining, which is uh, load and oil and construction. Uh, you're providing equipment? What equipment are you providing? It's excavators and uh, dump truck and uh, truck dozers. And and how much is this costing you, Mr. Indo? Uh, on a monthly basis. Yes. Uh, it's costing about seven hundred and eighty seven hundred and eighty thousand rand. And how long have you been doing this? Uh, it's three months now. And what do you say that you know in terms of the government telling you that this is illegal? What's your response to that? Um. What happened is the, 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 the community, they tried several times to go to DMR. They were requesting for uh, acceptance to, to, to apply for a license so that they can, they can, they can mine uh, legally, not illegally. Unfortunately, the, the results from the DMR, uh, they was not favoring the community. And then the community, they continue to mine until uh, yesterday when they, they sent the police and uh, securities to stop them. Mr. Ndo, thank you very much for talking to us. He's on the line to us from Burgers Fort in Limpopo. Uh, he's one of the Zama Zama's investors in mining. That's uh, Mr. Ndo. We're on the line now to Action Aid South Africa's Christopher Rutledge. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Good afternoon. Hi, thank you very much for having me. So what do you make of this development in the Chibang village? Well, that, that was a very interesting development uh, in that I think it points to a problem that uh, currently exists in our legislation, and that is that the Department of Mineral Resources is both what one would call a referee and a player. Now, I know that the traditional leaders in the House of Traditional Leaders in Parliament has recently made uh, the similar uh, point that the Department of Mineral Resources seems to want to be both a player and a referee. And so what that means is is that they are both involved in the decisions about who gets to mine and in terms of what is mined and how they are, are regulated and so forth. And this is leading to a, a very difficult situation. And I think uh, a situation that we're seeing now in Limpopo where uh, a whole community has decided to engage in and I suppose what, what one can call not really Zama Zama uh, mining, but small-scale mining. Um, and, and, and this is a problem. I, I don't want to even refer to some of the allegations that we hear from communities with regards to uh, bribes being paid to officials at the DMR in terms of how licenses are awarded. But it also, for us, points to this collusion, this very close relationship between the Department of Mineral Resources and and big business. So this is a good example where the DMR will not approve an application unless there is a big corporate involved. Why uh, that is the case, I, I'm not entirely sure, but it's a completely unhealthy relationship. And uh, if one wants to kind of take it to the Zama Zama question, then I think then this is also how uh, small-scale miners and Zama Zama miners are being kept out of the, out of the economy 
in favor of large-scale miners. And in a country like ours that is suffering from huge unemployment and poverty, I think it's a very short-sighted approach by the DMR. And we're in constant engagement with them around this, but they, you know, it seems to be, we, we, we don't seem to be making the point very clearly to them that uh, the way that the whole industry is set up is unhealthy and it's not leading to uh, broad-based outcomes.